We are here with the co-founder of Valera Health, Thomas Sang, uh, doctor and health transformer extraordinaire. How are you, sir? Excellent. Wonderful. Thank so, you for having me Always good to here. see you. Uh, one of our favorite people. Um, so for those who may not know what Valera is and the, the big challenge you're solving, just give a refresher and update on, on what you're bringing to the world. Yeah, we're working on the uh, moonshot of brain health. And one of the most important areas is mental illness and uh, behavioral health issues. And what we aim to do and what we're doing right now is actually enable organizations deliver better mental health services. So uh, we identify, uh, stratify, and monitor people with mental health conditions. And we also allow and enable and help organizations, healthcare organizations, particularly provider organizations and insurance companies deliver better care by connecting with them through a patient app, as well as through a compendium provider dashboard. You're leveraging technology and, and essentially increasing access. Absolutely. Um, and obviously that's one of the biggest challenges as we think about brain health or mental health. Um, you're also expanding into some other areas of, of brain health. Do you want to talk yeah. a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, You know, it's, it's just a huge tragedy with the recent events of Kate Spade and and we're all seeing all this information about how you know her smile and her beauty really disguised the the some of the deeper demons that she was facing and that is one of the particular problems is that we don't do a good job as a healthcare provider speaking on behalf of the healthcare system in terms of diagnosing people with depression, anxiety, or other mental health conditions. And at the same time, we don't have enough providers in the ecosystem. Hmm. And so it used to be the last 60 years, mental health was completely siloed off. Like, think of a solid brick wall. And people didn't even want to talk about they it. They didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to touch it. But now... I think society is realizing you do have to talk about it mm. and you need to talk about it in the primary care clinics. And you also need to talk about it in other areas such as even the prenatal visit. And so we're actually kicking off a project that's going to be announced. Um, I don't want to steal the department of health's thunder, but uh, we're kicking off a project with the department of health and Montefiore medical center working on a project identifying people in the prenatal visit for mental illness and depression, anxiety, and linking them to care, and at the same time, delivering content to them and facilitating care through the app. And it's extraordinary. As you think about um, how you can leverage Valera's solution and platform to really um, really try to identify and, and, and help people in different areas. How, how does that talk a little bit about that process and how, um, you think about the innovation and the other areas that it can yeah. then impact? You know, the, the, the problem really stems multi multifactorial issues of why we're in the situation that we're in. Number one is we don't have enough providers. And we're never going to be able to generate and train 10,000 more psychiatrists. We're missing. And that's just in the U.S. That's in the U.S. So um, we're actually speaking to partners as well globally how 
they can take our platform, which has embedded evidence and embedded protocols, and provides a kind of like a, a safe guardrail for how people aren't who aren't trained in mental health mm. um, care be able to actually talk to people, deliver care, and be able to also identify people who have a serious condition so they do get linked to more serious help. And so what we're doing is really facilitating an efficiency for um, especially non-licensed individuals Mm. to interact with people and make sure that the serious folks get linked to the specialty providers and then folks who can actually do self-care and get a little bit of help um, can actually get better on their own. But it's all rooted in uh, in the innovation structure that has, from a, a clinician's vantage point, and I know you focus a lot on data and outcomes and, and, and really uh, bringing a solution to the market that, that really has that. I mean, you're a clinician. We're, we're leveraging technology to maximize the efficiency of, of staffing. So... Um, at one of the ACOs that we've worked on, we've almost more than doubled the amount of patients that a care manager can take care of. Um, we've increased engagement rates. We increased touch points. But we've also demonstrated their depression actually improved compared to the status quo. Our depression improvement rates are far more superb. So it's it's the whole entire a, a tech enablement of service mm. of other organizations that allows this work to be done mm. um, and in, increasing access and pr- promoting and, better outcomes. And it, it seems like this is an issue that is region agnostic. It's, it's all over the United States where access is an issue, but it's also globally. I mean, you look at countries like India and China and really all over the world, but compared to the population size versus the number of of care providers in you know focusing on this um, there's just clearly such a, oh, yeah. a tragic I mean, gap I mean, we're, we're seeing in China um, it's a, it's totally been ignored mm. as a topic and there's a huge thing you think there's a stigma in the US there's, a, there's even a huge stigma in the in China but now Folks do recognize there is um, there's no infrastructure to actually take care of patients with mental illness and behavioral health conditions in China, and they're looking for it. Mm. And some organizations have actually reached out to us. And you're working with so many great organizations today. Do you want to share a little? But you mentioned yeah. uh, DOH and, and and others, but um, want to maybe give some examples of some of the things that you've been working on. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of traction from large organizations who are taking on risk. We have large ACOs in New York City reaching out to us. We're kicking off a project with Blue Cross Blue Shield Arizona. Our work with Group Health Wisconsin is going strong. And Montefiore recently have expanded to their health homes. And they've already enrolled 40 people with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and refractory depression people who have severe, severe illness. And we thought digital technology would not be applicable. 
boy, where we were so surprised. Mm. These patients want to connect to their care team. They want to do it digitally, and they don't want to use a telephone to call people. It must be so satisfying to you to when you, you see those real people um, and, and the impact that you're making on people's lives yeah. for you know, oh, we, mental it's, well-being. It's so gratifying to hear the stories. We have so many anecdotes to share about a woman in Wisconsin who's been, who has PTSD and traumatized and hasn't been able to left home. She would traditionally call her care manager and spend an hour on the phone. But now because of the asynchronous chatting feature, she can chat with the care manager multiple times, but yet the care manager has the time to respond to those chats and is better equipped to respond to those chats, mm. as well as being able to take care of other people mm -hmm. because asynchronous interactions take less time and creates more efficiency than a telephone call. Thank you, sir, for all the great work you're doing. I think the the moonshot around brain health and, and mental health and well-being, it's, it's just the beginning of really a new, a new era, a new opportunity to to explore the the unknown here and really try to make a big impact so yeah. thanks uh, thanks for having me yeah. here and, and it's always been great to be part of this startup health family so thanks for having us